Welcome once again to another episode of the Random Access Podcast, brought to you by RAPodcast.net. This is episode 397, recorded live on Saturday, January 31st, 2015. And here are your hosts, the man who's been holding down the fort, Dave Play. Hey, hey! And the man who forgot how to do all this stuff, Andy Lowe, hi. It's been three weeks. I know, it's been three weeks, it's been crazy. And and you've forgotten everything? No, no I haven't, okay. it's just been... Has it? Did you have a nice little vacation? Wasn't really much a vacation. Well, the first nice, part was. Nice time away from the podcast. It felt weird, because I, I still have like all my email feeds coming in, and I'm just like... Well, I can get rid of, you know, a bunch of these, and a bunch of these, and a bunch of these. Oh, that news is three weeks old. Don't have to worry about that. <laughs> Did you get any of the, oh man, I, I wish that we, they would have talked about this. Oh, right, you don't know what we talked about. I didn't listen to last week's episode, so. Okay. Well, I, I feel like if I'm not on the podcast, I should listen to the episode, but I didn't get to last week's yet, because this week's been a little busy. Okay. Hi, Andy. I should get to it next week, though, because I have to drive everywhere tomorrow, next week. I see. Yes. Go around to all of your different uh, stations. Yes. Markets. That's right. That's what they call them. Yes. Service areas. Well, they call them, they're they're supposedly station clusters, is what they actually are. Okay. People call them markets, people call them station clusters. It's, it's, It's all the same thing. Six of one, half dozen of the other. Okay. Is Lazarus getting through? I don't know. Okay. Is he supposed to be getting through? No, he's whining. Oh. He's trapped in here with me and doesn't like that. So, if you hear some strange, very high-pitched noises, that's my dog. I apologize. That reminds me, oh, was it the episode called Cats? Yep. We had uh, uh, Emily on. Yes. And her cats were just like going nuts. Oh, that was... Some good episodes back there. (laughs) So, speaking of episodes... Yes. I found episode 48. You found the missing episode? I have have the missing episode. Are you sure that that was the missing one? I thought it was... uh, Well, I'm looking at our list. I thought it was 43. Wait, 48 is... Why is 48 before 47 in our list here? That's interesting. Yep. Okay. No, I have not found 43. I thought if 43 I, was, like, officially, like, toast. Yep. 43 is officially toast. I, I was wrong. Okay. <laughs> You're all like excited? 40, well, it looked like 48 was missing because I'm looking at the list. It's like 50, 49, 47. I didn't read below that where it says 48. Why is 48... <laughs> Before 47. I don't know. We could correct it pretty easily. Actually, Well, not easily. It would be a roundabout way of correcting it. I'm not going to worry about it. I, did, okay. I didn't... Oh, I might have found 43. Maybe. But it might now be deleted. Oops. <laughs> I may have found the lost episode only to delete it. <laughs> only to have lost it again. Yep. Oh, that lost episode will remain lost forever. Because I, I was listening to Forty Eight, and I like it doesn't sound that bad. Why did we not publish this? What was going? Okay, 
No, and 43 was... we did was publish wrong. it. 43 yeah. was bad. 43 was bad. We recorded it in the car, and the audio was just microphones picking up each... Oh. Yeah. That, that was our recording on the way to PAX. Yeah. That was silly of us. Yeah. We thought it could work, and no. We were wrong. We were very, very wrong. We should have just done one microphone. Yes. But then you would have gotten all the ambient noise of the car. I don't know. Would have made for an interesting episode. It would have. So I I, I thought I had found it because I was going through all my old files on my other computer because I moved them all to the new computer. My new computer is up and running. We are on my new computer right now. Ah. And oh God, is it pretty. I don't have a new computer. Yeah, well, now I have a dead computer. Um, I was actually uh, working on, uh, when I got my work laptop, we got two of them because they thought they were going to have a second IT guy. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm giving that laptop to somebody else, and so I booted that one up, and I'm doing all this stuff, and I'm like, man, this is literally the same exact laptop as mine. Why is his so much faster? Because it doesn't have stuff on it? Yeah, I'm like, oh yeah, I forgot. There's nothing installed on this thing right now. Yeah. Uh, I'd, I'd boot the two computers up side by side, and I I almost had WoW installed on the new computer and launched before the other computer could launch into WoW. <laughs> oh. Using a solid-state drive might help a little bit with that. Though. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that, that that's a lot. Solid mm-hmm. state is pretty nice. But this other computer, I don't. I've tried. It, I had it, and then I flashed a new BIOS because <laughs> I wanted to update the BIOS because it was like three years out of date, and then it wouldn't turn on, and so I pulled the battery and the power supply and flashed the CMOS and. It, it still won't turn on. Oops. It might be a dead motherboard. Yeah, it's kind of hard to... Uh... Yeah. So, yeah, that's awesome. Well, at least you can rescue the hard drive. Z. Hard drives. Yep. Oh. I can rescue the hard drives and the processor and the video card and the RAM. Yes. I want to see if I can rescue the motherboard. Just because you can? Or no, be because I don't want to buy another motherboard. Oh. Let's what were you going to do with your old computer? Give it to Laura. Ah, understandable. To purchase this motherboard would be 90 bucks. That's not too bad. $100, including shipping. It's not too bad uh, for a motherboard. That's, that's used. Oh. No one is selling it new. Well, that's because, what, it's three years old? Probably. Well, there's your answer. Somewhere around there. There are newer models of this item for $270. I want the newer model. I want the model I've got. It worked just fine until I decided to fuck with it. Plus, the newer model probably won't support your chipset and or RAM. Oh, it'll support the chip. Okay. It's a Core i5. Oh, all right. Well, then, yeah, never mind. It was always that fun bit where you're like, well, I gotta upgrade this. Oh, well, crap. Which means I have to upgrade that, and that, and that. And while I'm upgrading that, I might as well, you know, put another three sticks of RAM in there. Yep. I can't believe I killed this thing. C'est la vie. 
Wow, you didn't actually do it. I was surprised. What? I feel, is it you or is it Brian who always does that? When I say, say la vie, they respond with la vie. That's Brian. Yeah. Sorry. Or at least it's not me. I don't know if it's Brian, but it's not me. I've been away from you guys for long. You're all just blending together. Oh, no. It's fine. I've called Brendan Bry at least three times in the last month. Twice to his face. Anyway. So, shall we? how was everything? Oh, how was everything? Well, you were gone? Yes. Uh, I held down the fort, as you said. We managed to record twice. Things are, are good. Well, that's good to that's hear. That's my status report. Ah, no! Oh, I fail. Forgot to turn off my phone. Uh, the forge was successful. I think that's, that's happened since you've been gone. Ah, yes, your muffins. My muffins. My aluminum ingots. I built my new computer. That's about it. Did you did you get your level two whatever? Uh, no. the The first weekend I was gone, that was the curling uh, friendly up in Midland. That was fun. I played for Midland, so I uh, destroyed my own teammates, quote unquote, which was fun. Um, and then yeah, last weekend was the. Why weren't you playing with your team? Because uh, they had enough ice to do four teams, and four teams signed up, but I had already signed up and gotten everything. They're like, well, we can uh, we can have you play for the one of the other guys. I'm like, okay. So your team had too many people? Yeah. Well, yeah, because the, the curling is teams of four, right? Yeah. And so like a bu- couple of us signed up just to be individuals, and then we would kind of try and group all the individuals together. But while that was going on, four teams of four just kind of already signed up as well, and we're like, oh, well, we can't tell a whole team to not go because we might have a team here. So then we just emailed the other guys, and we're like, hey, do you guys have open spots on your teams? They're like, yes. So I went up there and played for the other guys. Okay. So your team got split up onto, like, a bunch of other teams. Um... No, because we uh, one person couldn't make it uh, from our little group of individuals. One person from one of the teams had to drop out, so the other person went over there, so I was the only one playing for the other side. Okay. Feels like that on your team of four, where you had three people from here, or from there, from your place, they could have traded off their other guy for you and had their actual team. You're confusing me, and I was there. <laughs> That's only because I'm also confused <laughs> as to what the circumstances were where you had a team of four people. No, no, no. we didn't, we didn't a have a team of. of four people. We were trying to get four individual people together to form a team, but we didn't have four people doing it. Okay, how many people did you have? We had three. So... Why couldn't the the three of you been together and whoever the other two people were that played with your two teammates, why couldn't they get split up? Because they had already signed up as a group of four. But two of their four didn't show up. No, only one of their four didn't show up. One of our three didn't show okay. up. Okay, so really, of your three, there were only two people there. Yes, so you weren't playing against your team. You were playing against a teammate. Yes. Okay. That makes sense now. 
that is different than what you had said. I thought I had a good, but uh, anyway, that was up in Midland. That was fun. Okay. Last weekend was in Kalamazoo, literally sitting in a folding chair, a very uncomfortable folding chair for about eight hours a day, both Saturday and Sunday. Why? Because I wanted to be an official curling official. An official curling official? Yes. Are you an official curling official now? Not yet, because I need to do officiating in order to become the official curling official. Okay. You need to officiate. I need to be a timer for nine games and an end ice observer. No, a timer for six games and an end ice observer for three games. Okay. Then I can get my level one certification. And then once I have that, then if I, I could do other games as timing supervisor or an on ice supervisor, and then I get my level two certification. So you will be a level one coach and level two official. Yes. Curling is weird. Sometimes, yeah. But it, it was kind of fun because the lady who was doing the class was actually, um, she's a level four. Um, and she has been an official at basically, I think, all of the Olympics since curling was introduced, I do believe. She might have missed one. Cool. So it's like, yeah, she, was, she came in wearing her Sochi 2014 officials jacket. And then she uh-huh. had on like her, her Vancouver shirt on. It was just ridiculous. I was like, oh. So you've been around the block a couple of times, it seems. So you want to show off, it seems. <laughs> That's what it seems, yeah. Like, rub it in our faces, why don't you? Well, we're going to go down on the ice, and the, she's wearing clothing that was specifically made to just be standing around on the ice on. So, hey, whatever works. Okay. Super Bowl weekend. You mean while Puppy Bowl weekend. Topic, while we're on the topic of sports. Puppy Bowl. Are you going to watch the Puppy Bowl? Uh, we might actually just record the Puppy Bowl and go see um, Benedict Cumberbatch movie. Imitation Game. Yes, thank you. You're welcome. How come I get that and you destroy me at Trivia Crack? Because I'm a trivia master. That's just how it is. No, it's because I get these questions of, like, who played the halftime show of the 2010 Halftime show 2010 what? Super, Super Bowl? Bowl. Yeah. 2010 Super Bowl. That was four years ago. Was that Prince? I have no idea. On. Oh, it was the Who. Oh. When was Prince? Prince, where were you? Where are you? Oh, Prince was 2007. Oh. I've been liking trivia crack less and less because the questions just, they, they aren't categorized well. No, no, they're not. They're not categorized well at all. When you get history questions that ask about things that happened like last year, that's not history. Those are current events. Or you get the random science questions of how much water can a pelican's beak hold? Yep. Or the computer, the, the science question that's like, what computer language does this? It's not science. That's technology, but we don't have that category. I think there, there was a science question about Bill Gates. That's not science. No. So the, the categories are lacking. The questions aren't sorted properly. 
And oh my god, the duplicates. Yes. I think I've gotten, is Rhode Island the smallest state in the U.S.? Some equivalent of that, like, five times. Well, go into the question factory and start, you know, editing. You can edit the questions? Yeah, that's the question factory section. I thought that's just where people make questions. I thought you can also uh, edit them as well. (laughs) I know you can report them. Oh. On the question itself. Well, just report the question then, that it's a duplicate. Yeah, but I've reported probably close to 60% of the questions I've taken as being either in the wrong category or being a repeat or being too specific or, my personal favorite, being wrong. (laughs) So I think I might be done with Trivia Crack after a week. I might be done just because all those stupid ads keep popping up. Yep. So it's like, do I pay money to not have the ads, but just then... Just not play the game. Yeah. The only way to win is to not play the game. I was just thinking that. Oh, war games. Oh, war games. So, should we hit um, actual topics? I suppose. I have a whiny puppy over here. Topics. Actual yes. topics. Uh, let's start off with the good news. Oh. FCC made their first major kind of ruling publication of the year, and it's the one we had talked about. They've redefined broadband. Yay! I no longer have broadband internet. I don't have broadband internet either. Our works don't have broadband internet either. Well, mine does. Well, yes, I, but yeah. Broadband internet is now defined as 25 gig down. Not gig, meg down. 25 meg down, 3 meg meg up. up. Yep. Now, did you read some of the... uh, Because they they voted basically on party lines. It was the three Democrats voting yes, the two Republicans voting no. Did you read some of the Republican uh, comments about that? Nope. Oh, I'm going to try and find one because it, it, was, it was the stupidest. Da, 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 let's see if I can news. Um, the Republican was saying like, uh, so, okay, so the two dissenters on the FCC called the move an overreach of the agency's authority and argued that the new standard is arbitrary. Well, it's supposed to be arbitrary. That's how it was set up. Yep. Um, well, one of them brought on the fact that people were trying to set up uh, a standard for interstellar uh, internet communications, and how come that one's not part of? Should, like, should we compare broadband to that? And I'm just like, this it makes no sense. Why are you? Oh God. God, I'm trying to find the exact quote because it was the stupidest thing ever. Hold on, it's probably in my history. Let's see. All right, I see. Sorry, I feel like I should be better prepared at this. I'm so out of... Out of practice? Yes. Okay, Okay. so they the two of them dissented. Uh, took, one of them took exception to the idea that any standard should be taken into account donning new uses like streaming 4K video. Some people believe, probably incorrectly, that we are on a path to interplanetary teleportation. Should we include the estimated bandwidth for that as well? What? Yeah, that's what that's what he said. Interplanetary teleportation. <laughs> Comparing that to 4K video. They both which, called Yeah, yeah. 4K 
exists and is happening. When someone teleports a human being, then we will look at redefining broadband to include human teleportation. Something tells me that if you're teleporting through, like, Comcast cables, though, you're going to get to your destination and there will be an advertisement on your shirt. <laughs> Thank you for using the J. Crew teleportation device. Yeah. So, uh, yay, the FCC. One of them said that uh, streaming 4K video is so narrowly adopted that broadband doesn't need to support it, citing consumer preference and that only this year has a majority of consumers with access actually adopted speeds of 10 megabits per second or higher. Mainly because because that's expensive. Yeah. And there hasn't been a need before now. But the idea of the FCC isn't to prepare us for now. It's the idea to prepare us for what's about to happen. Which is both a blessing and a curse, because the FCC can't predict the future, unfortunately. Right. Because if you look at the the 96 Telecom Act, a majority of the 96 Telecom Act had to do with long-distance phone calls. And that was like the last major piece of legislation that has gone out there, according to Telecom Issues. So it's like... Really, that's, yes, we need to predict the future, but then also sometimes what we're predicting is wrong. Which is why they need to be able to change it. Yeah. I still love the fact that Wheeler during this thing was pointed out the fact that the discrepancies of what uh, Verizon and AT&T and everybody were telling them versus what they were telling consumers. Yeah. Like Verizon just said, oh yeah, no, no. Four in one is perfectly fine. And then you look at the Verizon uh, sales. Stuff they hand, the sales stuff that they hand out to consumers where it says like, oh, you got to get like 25 megabits per second. Family for, or household with three to five devices should go for 50-50. Really 50 down, 50 up. What? According to their marketing materials out there, say a family or household with three to five devices in it should go for a 50 down, 50 up. But to the FCC, no, no, four is enough. Yeah. God damn. Did you see the uh, picture of Verizon's Fios rollout where they said they were done rolling out everything? I know this is not a topic, but this is still... Uh, that it's, it's like, so limited? Yeah. Yeah. Was it about $9 billion in um, subsidies, and now it's like, oh, yeah, there's little pockets of it everywhere? Yep. Take the money and run seems to be the method of choice. Or take the money and spend it. On what? Um, Spectrum, actually. The AWS3 Spectrum, which is frequencies, which is right around what uh, AWS3 is, 1,700 megahertz and 21 megahertz frequencies. So it's kind of mid-band. Okay. Wait, 1,700 um, megahertz and 21 megahertz? Well, that's where the those AWS... Are, those are two very different numbers. I No, the AWS spectrum is in that range between 1,700 oh, okay. and 2,100. Between and 21. Yes. Ah, 2,100. Yes. Okay, you didn't say the, the 100 part. Yeah, sorry. 1,700 and 2,100 frequency, or megahertz. That's okay. that one. So just to give you perspective, TV so, is down in the 600 megahertz spectrum. So... 1.7 gigahertz to 2.1 gigahertz. Yeah, so we're talking just under Wi-Fi frequency range. Okay. Not that that makes any difference to the majority of the people listening. 
No, but I got to be clear. So this is, it's, it's not the prime real estate of the TV spectrum, but it's still, you know, decent. Yeah. They announced the auction that they just had for it where they received $45 billion. It's a lot of money. Yes. And who won the spectrum? Um, well, a couple of people. Oh, because uh, they, they split it up into blocks again, didn't they? Yes. AT&T spent $18.2 billion. Uh, Verizon spent $10.4 billion. And Dish spent $13.3 billion. Hmm. So Dish... Bought then, a, a significant chunk. Yes. But why do they need it? They do that satellite... They, okay, so there were 1,600 licenses offered. Uh, Dish won 700 of them. AT&T won 251. Verizon won 181. And T-Mobile won 151. Sprint didn't participate. They said that they're going to hold their money and try and bid on the TV auction that's going to be happening next year. Okay. But yeah, so 700 licenses, and they spent over $13 billion, and nobody can figure out why. Really? Well, Dish, Dish I've is, got a, I got a pretty good idea why. Well, what do you think? Dish is trying to merge with AT and T. No, no, right? no, AT and T. It's AT and T and Directv. Oh, is it AT and T? Okay. Well, then, fuck if I know. Uh, <laughs> it, it might be a dowry. That's what some people are thinking. It's, a, it's a dowry, or the fact that um, the auction rules allow you to release the spectrum that you have bought to other companies. So, so they're they thinking Dish is just basically it bought out. it. What? They want to rent it out. Yeah. So they want to uh, basically get Verizon and AT&T to pay money for what they know is hot property because AT&T and Verizon have spent billions of dollars on this. Yep. Yeah, that's, that was the surprising because they, they're like, oh yeah, that $45 billion came in, but they didn't announce who had paid what until basically just yesterday. And people are like, wait. Dish. Yeah, I, I kind of like the dowry idea that they want to make themselves look attractive. Some people are also thinking that they might try and if the AT&T direct TV merger goes through, Dish and T-Mobile is what they're trying to think of. Yeah. Because if AT&T and direct TV go and go through, then precedent has already been set and <laughs> Dish and, a- and T-Mobile can be like, all right, don't have to worry about raising hell because you guys just let the bigger guys through. So if you don't let us slip through, then it's probably Sue. Oh, okay. So the 2008 auction brought in 19.1 billion. With this one, brought in 45 billion and was less less well wanted spectrum. So everybody's like, "What the hell's going to happen next year?" Then when we have the TV spectrum again, yeah. Uh, The FCC is in a place to make a lot of money well congress is in a place to like make a lot of money yeah um the auction money uh seven billion went towards uh finally building out the um first responders interconnected network that was actually yeah that was proposed back in the 9-11 report yeah back on 9-11 well it wasn't on 9-11. But. No, but the report came out and they said, hey, we need to have this set up here. And then nothing came of it. Yeah. So I'm glad that they're finally doing something with that one. Um, and they're going to pay a couple other things for rural broadband. But $20 billion of that, it goes to, quote unquote, deficit reduction. 
Which is to say, it goes to other things. Yes. To pay it off. Yes. So my guess is it's going to go 20... Congress is like, oh, hey, $20 billion. What can I do with this? Uh, not much. <laughs> They're going to pay off a lot of their pet projects, it seems. $20 billion? Not, not much. So along, yeah, so that happened. Uh, yeah, along those same lines... Uh, Comcast. Comcast wrote some letters. Yeah. Well, they quote unquote wrote some letters because they're supposedly from politicians writing to the FCC saying that they should um, allow Allow. the Comcast Time Warner merger. Okay. So Comcast basically wrote letters and then handed them to politicians and said, send this to the FCC. Yes. And being politicians, they got lazy and they basically just sent the letters as is to the FCC. Please tell me they say things like uh, signed, insert your name here. I hope not, but (laughs) was it it a John Oliver segment that I was watching where they were talking about some politician who had submitted some bill and one of the other politician guys was like, you know, you didn't write this, right? He's like, what are you talking about? He's like, I did an image search for the icon on the header of this letter that you wrote, and it belongs to this company here who then has that form letter on their website. Oh. Oh. See, this is not actually the, uh, the topic I thought it was going to be when you first posted it. Because not only has Comcast written letters, Comcast has changed people's names, evidently. Yeah, I saw that. Oh. Uh, Comcast okay. service, not, you know, customer service, not, not necessarily the best customer service out there. The man who was on hold for, what, two hours or something like that? Yeah. Or no, he was well, online that, with probably. customer service for two hours. Yeah. Uh, some Comcast customer service agents have been taking liberties with their power in the system and changing people's names in the system to things like dumbass. And asshole. So that's happening. Oh goodness, that's that's. Oh man. Yeah. I don't even know why you do that internally, because sooner or later, somehow that's going to get out, like it did. It's just like, no, you got to be professional both internally and externally, because who knows who's going to see or who's going to overhear you? You talk about Mister Fartface or something. Also, fart face sounds like a two uh, second graders insult. <laughs> you fart face. Yeah. Poopy bottom. Senior poopy bottom to you. Thank you very much. <laughs> sounds like a terrible name for a, for a cat. <laughs> this is my kitty, senior poopy bottom. We talked about the fact that there's going to be a kitty bowl, right? I think we talked about this last year, right? Well, I, I, so you had mentioned the Puppy Bowl for this year, and actually I was going to ask if they were doing a Kitty Bowl again this year. Kitty Bowl is going to be on the Hallmark Channel at noon. Oh, damn it, Hallmark. Or is, no, sorry, that's three. So yeah, Hallmark Channel is going to have... Noon, the, noon Western. Yeah, because the game's out in Arizona. Is it? I do believe so. What's it doing in Arizona? Um, going someplace warm. Well, granted, <laughs> next year it's going to be, what, in New Jersey? Uh, I don't know. Do you know when it's going to be in Green Bay again? 
I imagine it will be in Green Bay at some point. No, sorry, Super Bowl 50 is going to be in San Francisco. Let's see, Super Bowl 51 is going to be in Houston, Texas. 52 is going to be in Viking Stadium in Minnesota. Cool. Oh, sorry, they haven't announced it. No, yeah, uh, May 20th, yes, it was announced. Okay. That's as far as you've gotten is 42. 52. 52. Right? Yes. 50 is L? Yes. Okay. So that's Super Bowl Li? No, no, it's, it, yeah. There's Super Bowl Li, and then there's going to be Super Bowl I. And then Super Bowl Li. And then Super Bowl Live. Oh, you're right. There is going to be Li and then Live. Oh, God. Super Bowl 55 has to take place in Vegas. Oh, that, oh that's perfect. Except there's no stadium in Vegas. No. They need to. The they, NFL has enough money. They can build They have one. enough money, and they have, what, like four years, five years, six years? What is this? This is Super Bowl 48? Yeah. Yeah, so they have six years, uh, seven years to build a stadium in Las Vegas for Super Bowl LV. Because, come on, that, really? How can you okay. not? Super Bowl. I guess it, it could happen in, like, Kentucky, right? Louisville? Too bad they're doing Super Bowl 50 in, in um, California, because Super Bowl 56, LVI. Yeah. The name of the stadium in San Francisco is the Levi Stadium. Oh, VVLVI, Levi? Yeah. That, yeah. Oh. Too bad. Oh, too bad. So sad. Indeed, indeed. So police are trying to ban Waze, which I find hilarious. Do you use Waze to look out for cops? If I'm in a hurry, I do. So cops are are worried about Waze because they think that it can be used by people who want to harm or injure cops. My response to that, if you are really worried about people finding and harming and injuring cops, why are you driving around in cars that say police? The cops also are there for, you know, speed traps, which is a major financial source for most municipalities. I have a feeling that that is significantly more uh, closer to the truth. Well, it's like those people who get traffic tickets because they warn other people of an uh, upcoming police speed trap. What? There was, I, I think it went to the Supreme Court. Let's see, Supreme Court speed trap. Let's see, uh, back, yeah, February 5th. Federal judge uh, ruled uh, that flashing headlights to warn oncoming drivers that the police are waiting to catch speeders is protected by the First Amendment. So it almost got up to the Supreme Court. So anyway, the police are trying to save their income. (sighs) Which... I I do have to say, okay, so this news article was on our local TV news. I saw that when I was at the gym and, you know, didn't have anything to look at other than the local news on the TVs. Yeah. And the next day I turned it on there were literally police reports everywhere. Hmm. And I'm like, I know these aren't true because, A, there's no place for a police to stop at this location. 
and sit there and like no the police wouldn't sit there anyway so do you think they were just spamming it probably somebody got it on the local news and was like well then we'll just people are using this to find cops we'll just put cops everywhere Mm -hmm. luckily about two or three people putting the there's no cop there button will make the cop disappear yeah yeah, Interesting. No, I, I only use it if I'm in a rush. Like the fact uh, yesterday I had to get over to Battle Creek because we were turning on a new FM station and my part of the chain broke. Oh, no. So I was thinking, like, I could either try and talk the guys through getting it hooked back up again or it's or a half-hour drive. go there. Yeah, I'll just go there. So yeah. I use it when I travel long distances. It's when I use Waze. If I'm going back to Michigan or to Chicago or something like that. Oh, yeah, especially around Indiana. Yeah. It's places where the speed drops down to 55 and that sign is about six feet off the road. Yeah. Uh, What else we have? Joystick is shutting down, really? Joystick is shutting down. AOL has said no more. Wow, joystick traffic had declined by 18% in the last year. Wow. Reddit. Yep. It's all Reddit's fault. No one goes to news sites anymore. They just go to Reddit. Or other news sites pull news from Reddit. Gawker. I I don't know. It's like one of the... To me, it sounds like it's like one of the, the big newspapers shutting down. It's like a, uh, I don't know if I'd put it quite that same uh, uh, spread. I wouldn't compare a joystick to a newspaper. Maybe a magazine shutting down. But still, it's like it's been around. It's one of the big guys and ten years ago, right? Joystick? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so who are the big names then that are left? Gawker Media. Yeah. Mm. Giant Bomb. GameSpot still around? Yep. IGN. I mean, these are all, like, highly commercialized. Yeah. But they're around. But more and more, there's also the the independents, right? There's people who aren't affiliated with a major organization who do their own stuff. Hello. <laughs> I guess us. We've been people around. like us. They like me. They really like me. Do they? Well, I hope some people do. Some of them do. Ah, uh, so yeah, joystick shutting down. It's sad. Yep. Pirate Bay is coming back, sort of. Is it really? Sort of. So it is the Pirate Bay, but part of what made the Pirate Bay the Pirate Bay was that it had a staff of admins and moderators who would keep the garbage out. Yes. And Pirate Bay is coming back without that staff. And when I say coming back, I mean it's live. Right now. It's back. Without that staff. Oh. This has angered some people. I don't doubt it because that was part of... Yep. So some of the the admins have said, well, this kind of sucks. And it's Pirate Bay. It's, It's the guys who run and own Pirate Bay, but it's not really Pirate Bay. Uh, so we're going to make our own. (laughs) So stay tuned, I guess. There's more Pirate Bay on the way. Uh, and I'd be careful about torrents you find on the Pirate Bay now. But it is back up. 
So it's back up, but you, you gotta wonder. Is it really them? It is, but it's yeah. it's it's Pirate Bay light. It's missing some some key elements of what made the Pirate Bay awesome. True. Granted, all you gotta do is just look for those little skulls, and hopefully that will help you out. Look for those little skulls. The the skulls next to the usernames are normally those people who are legit, who have been around a while. Okay. I was unaware of that. Yeah, I don't remember which color is better, but I know both of them are pretty decent. Okay. You know more about Pirate Bay than I do. I don't know what you're talking about. I know nothing about this. Uh-huh. Yeah. So what do you got here drone-wise? Uh, so two stories about drones. There was a drone that made its way into the White House lawn. Yeah. You recall that, right? That was kind of a major yeah. news story. Like, oh, no. The Secret Service is failing again because they let a drone onto the campus of the White House. In the middle of the night, you know. and When the granted, president the was, was out of town. Yeah. And the drone was malfunctioning. Well, the, the company that makes that drone yes. uh, has, has, has kind of come out and said, this is DJI, said, oops, that really sucks, and we, we don't want our stuff associated with anything like that. And so they released an update for their drones, which disables them in Washington, D.C. <laughs> it is a mandatory firmware update that prevents them from flying within 15 and a half miles of downtown Washington, D.C., I think it's kind of cool. I think it's kind of silly. But I feel like that, you know, because there's the no-fly zone around. Yep. The Capitol building. Last time I flew into D.C., we had to be in our seats and buckled within like half a half hour. hour. Yeah. yeah. And if anybody got up, then the plane would be diverted. So nobody got up. They've relaxed that a little bit. Okay, good. They, they have indeed relaxed that pretty significantly, actually. Uh, but still, like, that's, that's a thing. <laughs> These drones now cannot fly in that area. They will not turn on. So the other drone piece on here is anti-drone malware. Anti-drone malware? Drones are vulnerable to viruses in the same way that your computer is. Because they are basically computers. They are tiny flying computers with Wi-Fi. Yeah. So someone wrote code that when you broadcast it, goes through a back door that one of the companies had installed and will disable the drone. So, you know, that happens. So, I'm guessing the company needs to fix that. Yeah. Granted, yes, if any type of remote connection... Uh, is going to be vulnerable. Yeah. there, There's going to be a way in. Uh, ooh yeah. Ooh yeah. Ooh yeah. And Alibaba. That seems like an odd pairing. Alibaba just dropped $10 million into Ouya. I don't know. I know what question you're about to ask, and the answer is I don't know. <laughs> I wasn't even aware that Ouya was even still, like, a thing. I didn't know it was a thing either. I thought it came and it was like, oh, yeah. I thought they they got trashed and absolutely creamed. But they're still around and just got a huge infusion of money. But it's... 
I, oh, I don't know. Right. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, that's just, it's, that's random. So random. Yes. You know what also is random? The fact that Microsoft and Cyanogen are trying to get together. Yeah, I saw that, that Cyanogen would like to pull Android away from Google. I are also they allowed don't get to that. do that? I don't know. I'm pretty sure Google kind of owns it. I don't know what it would mean to take that away from them. Like, hey, thank you for creating this amazing platform and, and leaving it open source and letting people mess with it. We are now taking it away from you. That just doesn't seem cool. Granted, does that mean if Microsoft is going to say engine, that means the end of the Windows phone? Probably. But probably not, because Windows uh, 10 is designed for like so many platforms, including mobile. Does it still have the stupid tiles? Uh, yes. I... But they're in the start menu. Oh, I hate those tiles. I know. Server 2012 has those tiles. You okay. know how annoying that is? No, I don't, because I don't deal with Server 2012. Those tiles are perfect if you have a touchscreen. They're if terrible you have... if you have a mouse. Terrible if you have a mouse. Even worse, if you just have a keyboard. Yeah, I could imagine a keyboard really sucking there. Yeah. Even just with a mouse trying to get it to, to, to power off, it's... Because you got to get it in that right spot, and you got to get the thing to get the other thing to pop up there, and you got to drag it down there without moving away, otherwise it will disappear. Oh. Andy, I, I hate to say it, I think you're being a curmudgeon. I am a... Why am I being so curmudgeon -y? You're You're being a Luddite, in he fact. when he tells you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Kate. Yeah, talk about how grumpy you are now. <laughs> oh, well, at least we've got some titles for this episode. Do we have anything else that we want to talk about? Valve's uh, former economist. Becoming the chief financial minister of Greece. Yep. Well, it's actually, he's doing something with his, you know, doctorate. And, like, loads of experience from both before and after Valve. Yeah. Pretty interesting guy. Should be interesting to see what happens, though, because, yeah, Greece is messed up. Because Greece? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Greece. So, yeah, I think that's uh, good. We should move on to the randoms. All right. Review. Well, I was going to review trivia crack until you bastards did that last week. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. Someone just, couldn't make it to the episode. I'll just beat you guys in trivia crack. That's fine, because I'm basically stopped playing. I've, I've, I played it for a week, and I've gotten so tired of like the bad questions and the poorly phrased questions and the way too, oh my god, specific questions. I had a good run. My lowest was like uh, sports at 79%. Yeah, I'm at science at 78% right now. I think science is my best one. So, yeah, I'm, I'm done. So <laughs> I might uh, play a little bit here and there. What, so what are I, you reviewing? I'm reviewing Plated, P-L-A-T-E-D dot com. What these guys do is they, um, they give you options for meals, and then they get all the ingredients together. And then they ship it to you. Huh. Okay. So, uh, 
the it's like an example we had for ours. We had uh, fish with gramula, braised marmosan chicken, and we've got some beef pho in the refrigerator right now. We were also supposed to get steak gyros, tomato braised chicken, and butternut squash ravioli. Mm-hmm. But um, as since they are getting delivered to you, the delivery guys um, didn't deliver the box. So it's sitting at... Well, it the, got returned back to the, the, the plated people. Okay. So don't depend on this for, like, your meal? I, that that seems like a bad thing. That's what I noticed. It was the fact, okay, so you, the, the, you get... You can order as many plates as you want. Um, also, these guys uh, only give you free shipping if you order more than $50 at a time. Um, which shouldn't be too hard, because... One it's twelve one, bucks a plate. Oh, only for some of them. Okay. Some of the other fancier ones, like the brown butter seared scallops with root vegetable puree. Yeah. Thirty dollars a plate. Holy crap! And so for two of you, that's sixty dollars. Yes. Why not just go out? Exactly. Like that's, yeah, the that's filet mignon French expensive. steak sauce and crispy roast potatoes. Thirty dollars a plate. That is super expensive. Thirty dollars a plate. I can go to a restaurant and have an appetizer, a main course, a drink, alcohol, and it'll still come under 30 bucks a plate. Yeah. Now, the normal ones are 12 bucks a plate, but yeah, so you, you don't get to pick what's on the menu for the week. You just kind of, you get your options, and let me tell you, there is a lot of veggie options all the time. Well, because they have to ship it. Yeah. Right? And shipped veggies is going to be way better than shipped meat. Yes. So, how was the food? Um, our chicken curry was, uh, set my mouth on fire and gave me the sweats. Some people like that for curry. It was just, it was almost just all heat and not really much flavor. So, not a positive experience. No, I have not had a positive experience with these guys. Well, the first off, the first box we ordered... Mind you, I got this as a uh, as a Groupon, so I didn't even have pay for the full amount for these things. Yeah. So that first box um, got delayed twice, and then just got traveled back to them. But you're like, oh, I'm going to get these three meals. So you know, you've already gone shopping. You've already assumed that you're going to have three meals that week. So the shopping got all screwed up. What we send, what you'll need. They send they they will mail you apple cider vinegar but not olive oil? Yes. Wow. I okay. How often does the menu rotate? Oh, it's a new menu every week. Okay. So yeah, the delivery for next week's menu. Creamy quinoa grits with roasted sumac squash. I mean, some of these they sound friggin' delicious. Yeah. It's a lot of fish this week though. Well, there's also, depending on your delivery date, you also get different items on the menu. Maple soy portobello burgers with tahini salad. Yeah, they sound delicious, but still, it's... Yeah, the first one was good. The second one, not so, so much good. It's it's like a high-quality Schwanz, right? Yes, that's pretty much it. Yeah, it's a high-quality Schwanz. Is it worth it? I, 12 bucks a plate, that's... That's pretty high. 
Yeah. It's like, like it's, really, it, it, 12 bucks a plate, I'm, I'm going to go out. Yeah. And the fact that, you know, you get free shipping only on boxes over $50 with these guys. Right. So that means you got to order about three meals of two plates. 12 bucks a plate, I go out, and then I don't have to clean up either the cooking or after the meal. True. Some of these take a lot of plates and pans and cutting boards and stuff there. Because if I got right. the chicken and the veggies that I got to dice, I can't do those on the... So I got to, like, flip the thing, and then I got chicken... Ch- Ugh. Well, you do the, the veggies first. Yeah, I do the veggies the first, and then I do the chicken. And you can use the same thing. Efficiency, Andy. I know. It's just I'm not used to that sort of stuff. But it was... I do say, the box was shipped... Supposedly on Wednesday night, Thursday, and got to us on Friday, and even some of our herbs were already starting to be wilted and brown. Like, it's been two days. So, Not very reassuring. No, I... It, it was a... it was. Hey, I'll try it out. I got the Groupon. It was, like, half the cost. So I thought, okay, six bucks a plate, that's not bad. Yep. So yeah, six bucks a plate. This thing would be amazing. You'd be ordering the stuff all the time. Twelve bucks a plate. Mm, not, not so, so much. much. No, not so much. Have you tried Soylent yet? No, I have not. Okay, but these also plated is also not the only guys in town. So there are other groups out there who are doing the same thing, where they just give you all the ingredients and the recipe in a box, and you just make it. Yeah, you know who else will do that? Where where you can go and get all the the ingredients for a recipe and then make it the grocery store the grocery store all right so <laughs> probably not a a do this then no this is kind this of... is i tried it out and let me tell you not so much all right random topic also the fact that you can only order two plates of each quantity at once so even if you're by yourself you can't just order a plate so even the stuff where it's 12 bucks a plate, you're looking at a minimum order of $24. Yes. Okay. So yeah, that's, it's, it's a thumbs down on this one. Yeah. So, random topic. I can hear the dog. Yes. You know what? Can I, uh, random, to- let's do the random topic and then I'll take him out. All right. Random topic. <laughs> I roll ahead of time. not happy about being in here. Which yes. American third party is closest to your own personal views? I, uh, yeah, l- what Laz is saying, that's pretty much where I am. Mm. What American political party is closest to your views? The Pirate Party? <laughs> Yar? My brother I, actually got I a do, t-shirt from the Pirate Party I for Christmas. I do some of their stuff, right? Supports reform of copyright laws to reflect open source, free value, uh, government transparency, protection of privacy and civil liberties, rolling back corporate por- personhood, corporate welfare, evidence-based policy. Uh, yeah. I, actually, <laughs> the Pirate Party is, is pretty good. Okay, minor political parties. We got the... Wow, there's a lot of the Communist Party, Freedom Socialist Party, Independent American Party, Justice Party, Modern yeah. Whig Party. I sorted them by date. Ah, Prohibition Party. <laughs> United States yeah, Marijuana so Party, that just sounds like a party. <laughs> no party like the Marijuana Party. Yep. Founded in 2002. Uh, their entire platform is the legalization of marijuana. 
Michigan's got the Natural Law Party? What the heck is that? I'm worried about that. Natural Law Party. (laughs) Okay, here we go. The party proposed that the political problems could be solved through the alignment with the unified field of all the laws of nature through the use of transcendental meditation and TMCD programs. What? Leading members of the party were associated with some yogi, leader of the Transcendental Meditation Movement. What? (laughs) Yes, there was literally, this is like the, it's a hippie party. What? (laughs) Okay. Uh, the Hawaii Independence Party? Okay, yeah, I can see that. It's a separatist political party that wants to make Hawaii its own country. Oh man, if you go to Puerto Rico, don't talk about independence, because there's a lot of people in Puerto Rico who are either really forward or really against it, or who just want to stay the way they are. It's, it's a very divisive division. Independence or statehood? Well, a little bit of both. Okay. Statehood, independence, staying as a territory. Uh, Citizens Party of the United States is a political party. Uh... Sustainable, self-reliant America through platform combination of liberal, moderate, and conservative positions. What? Uh, Main Street Platform supports fair trade agreements. Not free trade agreements, but fair trade. Get out of the WTO and NAFTA. Eliminate the trade deficit. Wow, dog. Les, come here. It's a good boy. Hi. Laz doesn't like politics. Laz does not like politics. Uh, secure the U.S. ports. These people, the the Citizens Party, is the isolationist party. <laughs> eliminate the national debt. Hey, that sounds pretty good. Except uh, no more. You know, okay. Uh, eliminate the trade deficit. Wait a minute. Um, secure U.S. ports and borders. How? Use the U.S. military only when it is in the national interest. What about the worldwide interest? Or the American Freedom Party that promotes white supremacy. Support the right to bear arms. Harsher penalties for gun and weapon crimes. Wait, but those are... What? That's that's contradictory. I support your right to bear arms, but man, if you misuse them, fuck you. I... I I like... Really? The the policy put forth the statement at the beginning of the pirate party I really like and I gotta take him outside because he he's gonna go pee in here okay <laughs> so we'll go with the pirate party there we go okay sorry guys Laz is, is cutting it short alright alright bye that's a wrap this has been another episode of the random access podcast if you have any questions, comments, concerns, corrections, suggestions, remarks, reviews, rebukes, retorts, or just rants, feel free to contact us. You can find us on Twitter at RAPodcast, or send us an email at mail at RAPodcast.net. Thank you for listening.